Hi, welcome to Greatheart's Table. I'm Randy Greenwald. I've often noticed with some books that authors put a great deal of information in the footnotes. And I've concluded that they really wanted to say way more than their allotted word count would allow, and so they just move that material to the footnotes. In possibly related news, Greatheart's Table has show notes. You may not be one who ever looks at show notes, but those associated with this episode are more extensive than normal, and since they point to music, I invite you to check them out. The subject under consideration is one that will occupy us for a while, one that is always haunting us around the edges, what is known popularly as burnout, but which could also be called losing heart. Thanks for joining us around Greatheart's Table. People are broken Believe me I know I was recently asked how I've avoided burnout in ministry. When I look at the formal definition of burnout, the emotional depletion and loss of motivation that result from prolonged exposure to chronic emotional and interpersonal stressors, I wonder if I've avoided it at all. Many pastors might well define pastoral ministry as a prolonged exposure to chronic emotional and interpersonal stressors. Most of us have had at least periods of such emotional depletion and loss of motivation. Feels like it comes with the job. But as many of you well know, it can be devastating and soul-destroying. It creeps in until we come to a place where we have no more energy to go forward. We try to push through such feelings, to put them aside, get out of bed, hoist our cross, and get to work, but we often can't. Our vision becomes myopically fixed on looking for an escape. We wonder if becoming a grocery store clerk, happily stocking shelves with product that doesn't resist or talk back, might be a better gig. Some make that move and leave ministry altogether. Others go through the motions of being a pastor, becoming empty shells of what they had hoped to be. The Bible calls this losing heart, and none of us wants to be there. As I was thinking about these things, a segment of the evangelical Christian world was pausing to remember the untimely and tragic death of singer-songwriter Rich Mullins. Mullins, who died in 1997 at the age of 41, was revered for the honesty and vulnerability of his lyrics. He was something of a troubadour of the Christian heart, especially, it seems to me, for those of us prone to losing heart. Mullins reminds us of what we too often forget, that Christians are pilgrims, strangers in an inhospitable land. The road we are on has never been an easy one. He says, And on this road to righteousness, sometimes the climb can be so steep I may falter in my steps, but never beyond your reach. What's true of Christians in particular is especially true of pastors. The climb is steep and it sometimes overwhelms us. We falter. We want to give up. And this is normal. It's why Paul speaks of the encouragement of the scriptures as that which gives hope. And that's where Mullins takes us. Sometimes, he says, I think of Abraham, how one star he saw had been lit for me. He was a stranger in this land, and I am that no less than he. When Abraham cast his eyes to the heavens and saw his descendants as vast as the stars in that dark Palestinian desert, one of those stars was you, and one was me. 
We may falter in our steps, we may cower before the road that seems so steep, and yes, we may find we have to step aside from pastoral ministry altogether, a choice I very much understand. Or we may profoundly weep until we have no more tears left to cry. Ministry is a patchwork of joy and despair, and we will often teeter on the edge of losing heart. But still, there is a star lit for each of us. Whether one perseveres or falters, God's favor remains unchanged. You are His and always will be. And if we persevere, if we stand, it will not be in our own strength. Elsewhere, Mullins reminds us, So if I stand, let me stand on the promise that you will pull me through. This is our strength, our hope, that he will pull us through. But we have to be honest and admit, as Mullins does, that we will not always be able to stand. He says, And if I can't, let me fall on the grace that first brought me to you. If you can't persevere, if you fall, either by sin committed by you or against you, or if by plain weariness, there is a place to land, and that is grace. There is still a star lit for you. It's a star shining from a distant land, and so Mullins reflects, if I weep, let it be as a man who is longing for his home. And that's the heart of it, right? We pastor as pilgrims ourselves, as those longing for home, longing for the way things are supposed to be. Our tears will come because we're not home. We're daily reminded that things are not as they're supposed to be. We weep as aliens and pilgrims wanting to be home. I'm weak. I'm prone to losing heart. I struggle when the path seems too steep. I sometimes can do nothing but fall on His grace. But always, always, there burns a star lit for me. Abraham saw your star. Whether you can see it or not, it is there. Great Hearts Table is published on the first, second, and fourth Mondays of each month in both audio and print format. Thanks to Over the Rhine for permission to use their wonderful songs, All My Favorite People, and Called Home. And thanks to you for listening. I am Randy Greenwald, pastor of Covenant Presbyterian Church in Oviedo, Florida. Just shy of breaking down, there's a bend in the road that I have found called home. Take a lift of loneliness There's a place to find forgiveness Called home